Hey everyone, it's your girl Kranali, and you're listening to Hustle and Heart, a podcast designed to help you stay woke and live your best life. On this podcast, I interview tons of experts in a variety of fields from wellness and beauty to entrepreneurship and human optimization. I do the research and get the insider scoop about all things trending for self-growth. If you find this podcast to be helpful and a good time, please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you love what you hear, please leave me a rating and a review. Now that we've met, I'd love to stay connected. You can find me on Instagram at K-R-E-N-A-R-E-A-L-I. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to spread the love and the wisdom using the hashtag Krenali. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. It's going to be lit. Now let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of my podcast, Hustle and Heart. Today we have a really exciting episode because I'm interviewing an Albanian-American entrepreneur. Her name is Zinia and she is from Omaha, Nebraska, right? And she created the Albanian apparel brand, uh, which is known all over Instagram and social media as Tukreta. I wanted to bring her on because she's doing really great things. She's spreading awesome messages for Albanian-Americans, Albanian-Canadians and just Albanians abroad in general. Her clothing is available internationally. The brand is really inspirational. So with that said, Zinia, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited for this. Yes, so excited. So (laughs) tell us a bit more about yourself. I know Tsukreta is actually your nickname, and that's what the brand was named after. Yeah, so I don't know why or when this started happening, but like out of nowhere, I just made this video called Albanian Girl Problems. And it was about girls that like me and like right. you that have faced issues that kind of sets us apart from regular, I guess, American or Canadian or other European girls. And so I made that video and I didn't think that anybody would even watch it, to be honest. And so when I had like a couple thousand views, I was kind of shook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was like, wow, people really are facing these issues just like me. And from there, it started kind of growing a little bit more and more views from so I was like, okay, let me create a part two, and then a part three, and then I was like, you know what, let me make some YouTube videos here and there, because I was working, and I did YouTube just for fun, it was nothing serious like that, and then the years went by, and by uh, this year, 2019, is when I was like, well, you know, a lot of my audience is Albanian, and I wanted to create a clothing line, but before I created the Albanian clothing line, I actually sold regular clothing, I had a pop-up shop in And I just sold normal clothing, um, dresses, tops, skirts, things like that. And I wanted to create something for Albanians that just, uh, it was modern, it was fresh, it was the new generation, like what they would wear nowadays. For us, we would wear stuff like that. Things that have meaning, sayings that, you know, that just mean a lot to us. Um, Because we are more vocal now, and I feel like if we have shirts or hoodies or sweatpants that just say how we feel without even someone coming up to us they already know how we feel about something i think that is what this new generation is about especially for albanians that's so awesome one thing that i think is really inspiring is not just the clothing but the messages on the clothing 
Like, yeah. I know you keep it fun, and uh, you have a lot of really new items out right now, too, like the, the phone cases. But then you also have quotes that are making really big statements. So one of my favorite shirts is the t-shirt the that says, Raise vies at the diems, the same, which is in Albanian translates to raise boys and girls the same way. So how did you come up with the idea to spread such important messages about things like gender equality, the why behind all of it? So when I started creating actual like fonts and words that would go with the clothing, I thought of two different ideas and I kind of put them together. The first idea was to make them cashy and fun and sometimes funny and a little bit of sassiness mm-hmm. to it, which is why you'll see things like, you talk shit about you know, yeah. I'm a cute, but a bitch inside. Like yeah. those, there's a traffic for that too, because there are the young, sassy girls that are Albanian who kind of are just like, you know, this is me, this is who I am, I know my identity. But then we also have a side to us that's like, we're the new generation, we want change, we care about, you know, our differences and we're more understanding and we're more open to that. And that's what I wanted this brand to be. I wanted to have both sides because I have a fun side to me, but I also have a serious side and that's raising awareness for a lot of the issues that are still going on today. Now, obviously me and you are not going through what our parents are went through and my grandma went through Zania herself. So, you know, just seeing the changes overall, it's exciting. And to have that now into my own brand, I think that's so cool. And Honestly, God, like when I see women wearing t-shirts that have something that I've created, it's just so cool because I know that we are in the same language. They're like, we think the same. Right. And I think that's really Yeah, no, that's so dope. And it's like, it's really awesome too because it's so powerful, especially with social media. I mean, you're going to have someone who's, you know, wearing that shirt and that's a message that can go viral, right? And really have yeah. the ability to make an impact and create change. So exactly. you mentioned also, so your first name is Amy and you were named after your grandmother? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Tell us a bit more about your background. So you're Albanian and you're, I believe, from Kosovo? Yeah. So I wasn't born in the U.S. I was actually born in Kosovo. When I came here, I had just turned seven years old. The war happened in the 90s. And to be honest, it still affects me because even though it happened, it was so fast and abrupt for me. And I already came here and all of a sudden I go from living in the middle of nowhere to completely just, you know, culture shock, incomplete culture shock. And, you know, it affects me, like I said, till this day. And a lot of those memories, obviously there are great ones, but a lot of the memories are not like, you know, the most amazing because, again, I came from that type of situation. Mm -hmm. And, um, but yeah, I was born in Kosovo, came here at, you know, I just turned seven. And, you know, I lived a life that was but it was always split. I would go to school. I had friends, but I always felt like I wasn't um, normal. I looked normal, but I didn't <laughs> right. feel normal because I was a child who went through all this stuff. Right. And that just came to the U.S. not knowing an, an, another language and, you know, having to try to fit in. And, um, and because of that, my dad and I, <laughs> we um, always didn't see eye to eye. And I was it was always complex. For and sure. This is where Race Boys at the Dance the Same Way really, really came about because with those uh, conflicts, I always thought to myself, like, why is it so different for me just because I'm a woman? Why, you know, are there things like, you know, just differences in men and women overall? And then I would see how my mom is in that relationship or I would see other women when I go back to Kosovo and 
it, it obviously it's so it's so obvious when you see it and then I come to the US and it's not like that as much right. and my thing doesn't happen but I just was always seeing two different sides all the time and so that's kind of where that push towards change really came about because I noticed okay there's a problem with this there's not a problem with this I got to do something to somehow make a change whether it be through fashion or whatever and that's how I did it um but yeah I was raised there and you know I didn't live there long enough to know everything but like I said memories still are there and that's why sometimes I go to counseling because I'm like I have to deal with this issue of sometimes post-traumatic stress disorder you know so no 100 yeah. and thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that because I think it's so important especially in I mean today's society we have so many great resources for people to take advantage of and you know to seek the support they need and it's um it's not even just about counseling but having that person who's able to help you live a better life you know what i mean and help you live your life in a way where you know nothing's getting in your way and you're really reaching your your biggest potential and i think especially coming from someone you've had like this background from this war-torn country and you've come to America and you've you've had to figure it out on your own from such a young age right and so is your family so that's really admirable and I think that's amazing and I mean with that said you you built an entire company right and one that's gonna begin to I'm sure grow so much so, so yeah do you think your past sort of gave you that drive to you know come up with you know, maybe always wanting more or wanting to seek fulfillment by doing something that's that's bigger, something you're more passionate about. Because I know you did go, you finished college, you did all that, and but it wasn't related, I think, right, to what you're doing um, now, in, in a like way fashion or anything like that. It, it's somehow. I think everything that I'm doing right now is somehow related to my past and my present. Mm -hmm. Because originally, I was actually going into law school, was trying to get there, and mm -hmm. I actually was gearing towards that, and I did it for a year and a half, and I realized I was only doing it to please my parents, yeah. and I don't think it's right, because again, it's kind of that little girl in me that, I feel like we all have that, we just want to be appreciated, and to feel like we're making our parents happy, Proud, and people exactly. around us happy, and which is a very Albanian thing to do, so right? Albanian, oh my god, <laughs> and you get pressure too, like, they're like, you can be a doctor, you're so smart, and to be honest, I, I, I felt because I was doing good in school, but then I would always get in trouble because I would go against what my dad always said. He'd be like, don't right. go out here, but you gotta study. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna go out, but I'm gonna study a lot, so like it kind of is equal, so he's not that mad at me. Right. So it was always conflicts like that. Um, but my degree in psychology really came when I just wanted to understudy mental health. I was going through actually anxiety in uh, 2010, Till now, to be honest, but it's obviously not as bad as it was then. Right. And when I was going to school, all I wanted to do was understand the mind, understand how anxiety works, understand kind of, to be honest, how my dad, why my dad kind of was the way he was, because right. I felt like, you know, the way that he was treating me was not okay, and it wasn't right. healthy, and the way that I'd become as I was growing wasn't healthy, so I wanted to fix myself, I wanted to understand people like my dad, mm -hmm. and just... Overall, understand the mind. So, yeah. and how they went really through like me. even their own trauma, right? And yeah, how that like, was I, passed I, down. Exactly, and I didn't want to be 
in that as well. I didn't want to have those issues that my dad had, you know. And in order to do that, I wanted to fix myself. And I was not embarrassed at all. When I needed help, I went for it. Um, I've been to counseling since, wait, since 2010, I think. So um, it's not even just counseling to the point where I'm just talking. Like, I've gotten to a point one time in my life, I think this was 2016, where I actually was like, I actually need medication. I'm not on medication now, but, and I'm not mm-hmm. afraid to say any of this stuff because I'm pretty open because I really, truly care about mental health. And this mm-hmm. is why I got my degree in psychology because I really care about it. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. And I know the Albanian community has this like weird stigma. You can't say this. You can't right. say that you have problems. Don't talk about your issues. And but I actually it's usually those video. people who should be in counseling, right? That's those the, are the people I'm right? telling you. And it's, there's nothing wrong with like, as long as you, I feel like if you acknowledge that you need help, yeah. And you're more aware of that. That makes you so much stronger than people who are like, I need help. You need help. I'm right. not the problem. You're the problem. So I would rather get help and fix myself because I know I can't fix someone else. Yeah. And so that's how I see it. And I was taught that in college as well when I was studying it. There's nothing you can do for anyone else. They have to get yeah. the help they need themselves. And they often so. say they're like, you know, there's so many people who are going to counseling or going to therapy because of people who won't go to counseling. <laughs> And we'll yeah, go to therapy who are in their lives, right? Yeah, like, I remember my whole family told my dad before, like, you need, you need, like, you've got to go to counseling, like, you need help. And he's just like, no. Like, we like, all right, well, but to be honest, though, like, I held, I held a huge grudge against him for a lot of years and because I didn't like the way that he treated me. But I've learned to just kind of accommodate and understand him a little bit more because I know that yeah. he has his own issues and things that he's dealt with mm-hmm. and you know that's his thing and so I've just learned to I to forgive but mm-hmm. not to forget in a way like yeah. I know when to kind of back away because sometimes with people like him you can't get too close to them because they have this very sensitive part of them that makes everything 10 times bigger and so you kind of have to always put this wall and just I don't know that's just how it is and there's nothing I can do about it but at least it helps me no, no, definitely. I think that a lot of, um, not just Albanian children, but a lot of um, immigrant children uh, feel that way with their parents, right? Like they feel like, you know, they, they, they have different expectations. They have different sort of desires that they want their children to achieve. And so they put that all on the children, right? Not knowing that you know, this this child, my child, might have their own aspirations. They might want to, you know, start a business instead of becoming a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer. So that's, that's like the great thing about having parents feel like that or like that because it creates it creates a creative person. Like I became very creative, and a lot of things are inspired by my past. Right. So in a way, it kind of did help me for my brand, I guess. No, yeah, 100%. I agree. And like I said, again, thank you sh- for sharing all that. I mean, it means a lot because I think it's such an important message. And especially for everyone listening, like, if you need support, you can always seek counseling because it's it's a really great step to take to help make sure that, you know, that you know that someone's there for you, right? That you don't yeah. have to do it alone. There shouldn't be a stigma around it anymore, right? We're in 2019, and I'm really know, glad that right? that's spreading. Yeah, and I, even if you don't, I feel like, have counseling, you say you can't 
find one or you don't have the means to one, if you have somebody close to you, like family or friends even, some, sometimes with Albanian family it's not even enough because they can't tell them problems like this because it's a little bit embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like also having friends that can kind of like relate to you a little bit because sometimes, you know, when I didn't go to counseling, I would tell my friends about it or tell someone that I'm in love with about it, like things like that is where I feel like it really helped you as a person grow and become the person that you want to be more. No, yeah, 100%. I really, I really agree with that. So, um, well, with that said, I know that, like, your psych background and sort of what you're doing with your brand, I'm sure that it's also helped you become more empowered and resilient, but I think it's something that's also, you know, helping other people, women, just Albanians in the community do the same thing. So what are some challenges maybe you faced um, like wanting to start this business as an Albanian woman? How did it feel, I mean, being able to start this brand online and have so many people reach out and be like, oh my God, like I love your clothing. Like I can't wait to wear it. Like this represents me and makes me feel like someone knows how I feel. Yeah, and that's honestly why I created this brand because I knew there were people just like me. I wanted to have something that says how I feel. I wanted to have something that describes who I am. I am Albanian. I'm not going to hide that. I'm not embarrassed of that. Because um, when I was young, I was a little bit kind of, I would say, embarrassed of who I was because I lived two different lives, like I said. I would come home and I feel traditionally Albanian, then I would go to school and I feel Americanized. And so I didn't want people to know who I really was. And now that I've grown up and I've become more confident in who I am, and I've realized this is actually who I am. I am Albanian, but I'm an Americanized Albanian, and I'm a new generation Albanian. I feel like there are so many girls that feel like this, and that's what motivates me with this brand. And to be honest, actually, in the beginning, I only started out with two items. I just started with two shirts, just Albanian big shirts. And I didn't even think that anyone would really want it right away. Mm -hmm. But when I got that I was shocked to see I was like oh okay well let me create two other things and then four other things four came to ten then you know I just it's not even just about even me it's about them because I want them to know that this brand is for them I mean of course it's what I love to do I like making clothes and like you know putting things on them for sure that's a passion of mine but it's so cool to get feedback I love that like you'll see on my Instagram all the time they'll write to me and I'll like post it because right. it's usually a frequently asked question or it's something that probably somebody else had already asked or they want to know a question on so I'm always always looking for feedback because I know this new generation is changing all the time and because of social media too like they're seeing what everybody else is seeing they're mm-hmm. seeing the changes so I have to accommodate to what's trending presently and what Albanians want at the same time. So I kind of put those two together and make it into one. No, that's awesome. I think that's like so ingenious and like I get why it's why it's so special and why it's so successful so far. The, um, the only, I guess, the two biggest challenges that I do have right now is because I ship internationally, um, international shipping can be a little crazy. But to be honest, I'm shocked people even want to buy internationally from me because it is yeah. expensive. I think they're getting more used to it. They're like, okay, like she's from the USA. There's 
nothing I can do about the shipping. Like, it is what it is. And right. even though it could take them longer to be like, you know, is it really worth it for me? I want to make sure that they know what it is. And it's something that they're never going to find somewhere else. And that's what I think makes the brand so unique and different. Because you're not, I'm pretty sure, obviously, you're not going to see that somewhere else. And I see some other Albanian brands. And currently, as of now, I haven't seen them do what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. I think that's what makes my brand stand out just a little bit in the Albanian community and, of course, the, the rest of the community. Um, and then the other thing is I started in March of this year, so it's still pretty new. It's not like it's been – I've been doing this for, like, 10, 20 years. So slowly but surely getting my name out there, getting the brand well-known, um, collaborating with, you know, Albanian influencers and singers and all of that would be mm-hmm. pretty much the goal to hopefully have it grow more. Yeah, that's so awesome. No, I know because – I mean, when you mention a global scale, there's so many Albanians, like in the diaspora, like who are you know living abroad, whether that's in Switzerland, whether it's in Germany, whether it's you know Australia, where there's also a lot of Albanians, or Sweden or Denmark. So I think that's also why it's probably so popular internationally, is because it's again a way for them to express their Albanianness, but like in a dope like cool way but you mentioned you know being able to collaborate probably with influencers or singers so and i know i think i saw on your instagram account there was something about adina ismaili who's obviously like such a big albanian sort of especially kosovar like icon who inspires right and like who inspired i guess you growing up or who are you into in, in terms of these like Albanian like icons? So actually I am gonna have an Adelina inspired clothing, which is actually why I nice. posted so much about her. So <laughs> that is awesome. that will be in the spring and summer. I always you'll notice on my Instagram I, I put sneak peeks or hints here and there. I'll put like flashbacks and just getting someone to think, because I, like I said, I've done psychology, so I know how right. it works. <laughs> getting someone to think about these people, to memorize them, to see them. and I, I just love, that's why I love Instagram stories. I'm always posting stuff. But um, Adelina was one of the, like, the biggest idols for me, because when I was growing up in Kosovo, I didn't go back home for years. And so I was always looking at videos of back home, because that's all I knew. I, all I, I remembered only from when I was born to six years old, and that's all I had. And from there, I just watched videos. And what I was watching was music videos. And you know how Albanians are. They have tons of videos. Like, right. you know. You know Everyone's you know like a singer, singer too. So, Everyone's talented. Everyone's beautiful. And yeah, everyone's a singer. Exactly. And, like, when I saw Adelina, I was like, whoa, she's Albanian. And, like, she's showing half her yeah. body. Like, what? What is going on? I love this. Like, this is crazy. This mm-hmm. is what is more Americanized to me, like, that's why I related to her so much, because her music was powerful, like, the lyrics yeah. were, a lot of it was, like, political, it was, like, empowering yeah. women, and, I, you know, to be honest, at that time, I was too young to really know everything that she was saying, but the fact that, like, because I was so into fashion, I always looked at what she wore, she was always wearing, like, crop tops and tube tops, and that's actually going to be the inspiration for the spring and summer, is crop tops and tube yeah, tops, but, like, awesome. it's going to have, like, a mix of, like, it's just going to be so cool. I can't wait for you guys to see them. So, yeah, yeah like, she's one of my biggest inspirations. Her sister sent Nina as mm. well. And so those were, like, the 90s Albanian days. Like, yeah. you know, I really, I just, I really want this brand to really, like, 
like I said, show part of my my own past mm-hmm. and to bring it to light into fashion and make it very Albanian-ish yeah, <laughs> with it as well. We could almost um, see that she was like, she was a trailblazer in herself too and she in a lot of ways was like, Kosovo's like Madonna, right? Because she's, yeah, she she's a badass and she was she like, was. you know, rebellious, but she wasn't afraid to show it. And she was not. Yeah. Know? And that's why I was looking up to her because I was living, you know, in a world where I was kind of sometimes Traditionally in Albanian a bubble, world. Yeah. sheltered. Yeah, and so to see that a woman can go out and say these things and do these things and dress that way was so cool to me. And, and she was Albanian too, and so I was like, well, she's more relatable to me than another Albanian who's just dancing around with a long dress and yeah. sing, singing traditional songs. Like, I couldn't relate yeah. to them. I mean, my mom could, but <laughs> nothing wrong with that. It's just like, that was not relatable. Not the me. vibe. <laughs> yeah, it definitely not the vibe. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but, like, with the other stuff, like, I'm trying really hard. Like, I can't say anything right now, but there are two people who I'm so excited to work with, and they're pretty well-known nice. in, like, the music fashion industry, and they are all being, so it's going to be really cool. So I'm really, really excited for 2020. It's it's just going to be a whole other thing, and hopefully we'll grow the brand more and become, for it to become a little bit more well-known. So I'm just really excited to see what you what I have in store and what you guys are going to see next year. No, that's so exciting, and I'm super like excited for you too because I think, like I said, I think you're doing awesome stuff, and it's you started this, like you said, only in March, but it's grown so much, and I know it's just going to like be continue to be fire. So that's really awesome, too. Just in closing, what are some advice you have for you know Albanian girls who want to do the same thing? So maybe it's not fashion apparel per se, but maybe it's, again, starting their own company. My first advice is to pretty much what I did kind of was take my past and make it into something more like a happier, modern, future, I guess, thing. I took some hardships of mine and turned them into something that became helpful to others. So because I was going through things that um, I knew other Albanian girls were going through, but I wasn't afraid to say something, it kind of made me a little bit more relatable and other girls to speak up a little bit more and to tell me their story. And so I feel like taking your past, it doesn't have to be you've been suppressed from this or that, just Mm -hmm. some things that you've been through that you know, you can create something amazing out of it, just being creative with that. And then my second advice would be just don't be afraid because even if you say you did it and it didn't work out, oh my God, it's okay. Like now you know yeah. it didn't, so you can do something else. It's okay. Like when I was doing just pop-ups, right, for just clothing, regular, it wasn't Albanian clothing. It was just where I lived, Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. The first pop-up that I did, it didn't do well. And I was a little bit discouraged. And I was like, wow, like, you know what? Maybe I don't know fashion. Like, <laughs> this is it. Like, this is my at the end of my career. Like, I'm done. I can't go anymore. But then the next day, I was like, wait, wait. Okay, hold on. What happened there? Why did I do bad there? I tried to figure things out. And it made sense. You know, the target audience was wrong. The area was wrong. Okay, well, now I did it to a different area. And guess what? I did so much better. So, like, just don't give up on yourself. It's okay if you're feel like oh it's not happening right now if you keep going at it keep going at it, just don't give up keep doing it things will happen and other people will see it so mm-hmm. and they're also going to help you as well like they're going to see what you do they're going to be like oh wow this is fire i love 
it. Yeah. Like, let me do this for you. Let me ask you this. And then it goes from one person to the next. And all of a sudden, 10, 20, 30, 40 people know about you to thousands. It's just, it's so cool to see that because when I started, like I said, I didn't think anybody would really be interested in it. And so it's really cool to see that. And because of that, it honestly motivated me because I do have another side of what I love to do. And that's just do regular clothing too and I want to get back to that and I'm trying really hard to grow this brand so then I can actually have a an actual station pop up somewhere hopefully in like Chicago or New York where I actually nice. want to live and you know have clothing that are it's a little bit more higher end but the garments are going to be of course unique and different so that's kind of like my motivation to keep going and of course to keep this brand going and make it different and yeah that's with my work. That's it seems awesome. like a lot, but no. I'm, I'm a very, like, you'll, you'll see I'm, like, I'm very passionate about what I like to do because I think when you actually do what you love, it's so much more fun. It doesn't feel like work. Like, I'll, I remember just being on my phone or my iPad for, like, hours trying to design something. Sometimes I'm like, is this right. work or is this what I love to do? It's so confusing Yeah. because you've done it for hours and you're like, wait, did I just, okay. Yeah, time flies because it doesn't, it's not it doesn't feel like labor to you right no it doesn't and i know what labor feels like i've worked <laughs> in retail before and it's not right? fun and so i know what that's like and what i'm doing now is nothing like that not to say that there's no stresses out of it because there are issues here and there that can happen but because i love what i do it doesn't make it i guess as stressful as other things that i used to do like in retail or when i was going into law and I was like oh my god this is not for me what am I doing all the time like just thinking of my parents the whole time trying to please them like those things and, and I guess that's another thing too is just don't do what others want you to do try and I know for how sure. girls it can be really hard because for us like we want to we want to please people we want people to yeah. be happy with what we do and sometimes we're a little naive and we just say yes to things and Sometimes yeah. we'll, if we get a job, like, we'll be like, oh, I'll take less money out of it because I don't feel like I deserve it. You know, like, yeah. just so many limiting beliefs, right? Yeah, and like, we feel like we deserve sure. less. And I feel like, no, that's not true. We just, we can deserve more, sometimes more. And we can do that by just being just a little bit more stern, a little bit more assertive. Yes, yeah. that can make you look like a, you know, yeah. but still, you're getting what you want. That's all that matters. Right. No, it, those are amazing pieces of advice, um, especially like your final piece. I think it's it's so important for us to be more assertive, more empowered, more, you know, believe in ourselves, right? And just know that if we want to, whatever our dreams may be, whether it's starting a business or, or even being a lawyer, if that's what you really want, I think it's just having the resilience to know that we can make this happen. And learning to put our own happiness also in front of anyone else's, like yeah. to say the least. So that's really in inspiring. Um, well, Zinia, it's a great time to call you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. And uh, as we chatted, um, as a gift to uh, the Hustle and Hearts podcast listeners and community, um, I'm going to be purchasing an item from the online store and it's going to be involved in a giveaway. So... The only thing you guys have to do if you want to win an item from Sucreta's Albanian apparel is you have to leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts. So 
you guys don't have Apple Podcasts yet, if you've been listening on Spotify or anything else, make sure you download the app, leave us a review, leave us a rating. In the shout out, please make sure you mention that you listened to this episode with Tsukreta. And I'm going to pick a lucky winner at the end of the week. In addition to that, Tsukreta was so nice enough to be able to give us um, a discount code. So for everyone listening, um, this offer is valid for anyone willing to purchase, you mentioned t-shirts. T-shirts, jewelry, and the Zimmer hats. Yes, t-shirts, jewelry, and the Zimmer hats. So for anyone listening and who wants to take advantage of this code, you guys will get 10% off if you go to the website right now and purchase either a t-shirt, some jewelry, or the hats. In order for you to get 10% off, off the Tsukreta website for t-shirts, jewelry, or the Zamra hats, you can use code CREN10 at checkout for 10% off. So again, Tsukreta, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You did an amazing job. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, um, your background, and you know what inspired this brand. And I know you're going to be you know, super big in the future. I'm pretty sure you're going to be all over Kosovo and Albania and even... I would literally like... <laughs> I swear, I actually had a dream that I was on live TV in an Albanian channel, and I had no idea how to speak Albanian. And I was like, I'm sorry. And she was like, Like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, oh, God. Oh, my God, no. that never happened. Not even, no. You're going to, I'm sure you're going to get there. I'm sure you're going to get to those talk shows and, you know, Albanian TV for sure, and you're going to do amazing. And, you know, I know this brand is going to do really well. So again, thank you so much. You. I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you had fun. I today. did. I, I honestly <laughs> thought I wasn't going to say I was, I was like, I'm so nervous. I don't know what to say. But then when I got to talking, I was like, wait, this is just coming naturally. Let's go. No, that's awesome. You did such an awesome job. So again, thank you so much. And before thank we close, where can people find you? So give us a plug to your website, to social media, so that my listeners can also go ahead and follow you and purchase your, your clothing. Yep, so I have my website, tsukreta.com. Really easy, it's just C-U-K-L-A-T-T-A.com. And then I have my Instagram, which is just tsukreta. And if you love fashion other than Albanian fashion, I do have another Instagram. It's called tsukreta style, and that's just where I style items. It's a little fun one, but yeah, those are my little areas that, those are literally the only ones. Well, okay, mm-hmm. I, you know what? I do have my YouTube channel. I haven't been on it for a long time. That's okay, plug that into why not? Year, but hey, That's awesome. Okay, guys, so you heard it here. You can follow her at Tsukleta on Instagram. Check out her website, which is Tsukleta.com. And also check her out on YouTube if you want to watch some of the videos. Okay, and again, just a reminder, if you want to purchase something off the website right now, she gave us an exclusive deal for our listeners. So you get 10% off by using the code CREN10 at checkout for either the t-shirts, the jewelry, or the Zimmer hats. So again, Skiza, thank you so much, and we'll catch you guys in the new episode.